Welcome to Preparing for the Unexpected with Alex Bullock. People, organizations, and communities need to prepare for and respond to natural and man-made disasters in a timely manner and in the most effective way possible. Our program examines what is being done before, during, and after a disaster and those unexpected events to keep you in the know. Disasters can happen to anyone. The question is, when will it happen to you? Now, here is your host, business continuity and disaster planning expert, Alex Bullock. Welcome to another episode of Preparing for the Unexpected. I'm your host, Alex Bullock, and as always, we like to talk about things related to business continuity, risk management, COVID, well-being, crisis management, anything that helps you, your organization, or your community prepare for, respond to, and overcome adverse situations. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please feel free, reach out. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm the only Alex Fullick there. I'm really easy to find, and I do respond to everything I get. Longtime listeners and viewers on YouTube, you'll know that I was talking about speaking at the BCI World Virtual Conference in 2021, uh, in uh, early November, I think it was. Yeah. And my, hope, and my hope was that I would be able to get some of those speakers to come on the show and talk about their topic or something relatable. And today is one of those days. Speaking on the topic of business continuity and risk management, a well-orchestrated Paso Doble for resilience, I'd like to welcome to the show Federica Maria Rita Lavelli. Federica, welcome Good to the show. Good morning to everybody. It is a real honor to be here and thank you, uh, Voice of America and uh, the Business Continuity Institute to giving me the opportunity to illustrate uh, my transposition in terms of uh, risk management and uh, business continuity. Uh, it was a, a real uh, challenge for me when uh, the um, uh, Business Continuity Institute uh, was uh, uh, calling for presentation. So I was uh, thinking how to present the implementation of this uh, fundamental discipline in a different way. Because uh, you have to know that um, being a consultant and um, um, a professor at a different Italian university, I try uh, both with my clients and my students to introduce this discipline and make them understand how to implement them professionally and um, you know efficiently by using different metaphorical transposition. You also my humanistic background. And so this time, um, while I was uh, thinking about uh, the interaction of a business continuity and risk management, it occurred to me to think about two ballerinos, two Paso Doble dancers um, that uh, start looking to each other, then approaching when uh, the music starts playing. So in a, a transpositional environment, when the organization needs to understand how to guarantee its resilience, to cope with all awkward situations and avoid to be jeopardized um, by them, I have in mind this picture, 
On one side, business continuity, on the other side, risk management. And they need to get closer and closer, one in front to each other. On one side, as it is shown in this picture, where I wanted to make this graphical transposition um, properly understood, I have on one side uh, the business continuity discipline that aims to protect the assets, and on the other side, I have the risk management discipline that needs to identify risk and a threat that may jeopardize the, um, the achievement of the organization's goal. And together, they need to provide the proper protection requirement on one side, business continuity after the business impact analysis with the design of the business continuity plan and the, the guarantee of the availability of resources. And on the other side, risk management with the risk assessment carry out the proper risk treatment and then identify the proper strategy in order to manage properly all points of failure and identify the proper mitigation measure. Therefore, these two disciplines for me have the same dignity because for me, Resilience is the result of the calibrated synthesis of risk management and business continuity. And by implementing these two disciplines and try to have the proper overview of the whole organization, we are able to guarantee the resilience of our corporation. And what I like always to underline with my client and my student is that, namely, these two disciplines are disciplines of common sense. And you can implement also this discipline in everyday lives. Because as the ancient Greek said and engraved in the past century in the ancient Greek on the tympanon of the Delphi temple, that means in translating into English, know yourself. Because only knowing the context within the organization and outside the organization, and as far as our everyday lives, knowing ourselves, we can better um, understand how to embed this principle and apply to corporation, but also to everyday life, because we don't need to forget the fact that organization are made by human beings. And so everybody, all stakeholders, internal and external one, should be involved in the implementation of these two disciplines that 
as a two passo doble dancer play at unison, dance at unison. And within, in a, the metaphorical transposition that I made in the organizational ballroom, need to act synergically together with all the other security discipline that contribute to the resilience of the organization because we need to remind that on one side we have a business continuity with a resilience-based approach and on the other side we have a risk management with a risk resilience approach and the family of the so-called harmonized standard full of these two approach and all together guarantee what I usually like to define the um, orchestral, um, the, the organizational symphony of our organization. Because to make another different transposition, our organization should be also considered as a, a symphonic orchestra, where we have business continuity manager, risk manager, or in nowadays um, undergoing a very accelerated process of digitalization and innovation, we need to guarantee a proper resilient symphony. And so at the center, as an orchestra director, we have a business continuity risk manager supported by the other security discipline manager. And each function playing its piece of symphony, but all together when it's time to react, effectively and efficiently, they play all together the organizational symphony. Well, that leads me to a question. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, in a, using the orchestra as an example, we have the conductor who starts everything. Yeah. With a dance couple, there's a leader and a follower. So since you're talking about business continuity and risk management, which one comes first? For me, they are at the same level. They have the same dignity and they are complementary to each other. Because on one side, I can't miss risk management because I need risk assessment in order to identify the risks that are affecting or may jeopardize my organization. But I need to measure the impact of those risks if they occur on my uh, organization. And here comes uh, the business continuity with the business impact analysis. Because uh, sometimes uh, you have organization where uh, the risk register and the risk treatment already exist. And so you need only to check if it's still uh, consistent with uh, the contingent situation and scenario and uh, verify uh, if uh, uh, all uh, the design uh, framework um, is still valid uh, with respect to the context that we are analyzing. 
On the other side, if there is no risk register or the scenario has changed necessarily, you have to revise the risk that may affect or have consequences on your organization if they occur. So it's, you can't proceed in a providing an effective, resilient framework if you don't consider both business continuity and risk management, because you need to undergo then the risk treatment, mm -hmm. consider the, um, the gap that you, you can not mitigate and you transfer, for example, to insurance company. On the other side, you have to guarantee the resilience of the organization. And therefore, on one side, you have the business continuity plan together with the crisis management plan, the crisis communication plan, the disaster recovery plan, because we don't have to forget the fact that nowadays, we live in a very digital world made of a physical and a technological aspect. And more than ever, we need to be able to manage properly cybersecurity. Is it, is it fair to say that really one can't exist without the other? Business continuity, for me, nothing, yes. that there's no risk. Because for me, I have my golden team that mm -hmm. is made of free. Business continuity, risk management, and nowadays more than, <coughs> sorry, more than ever, cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. Because with this free discipline, if well implemented, we guarantee the governance of organization and the compliance of the same to all laws and rules. And don't forget that nowadays, um, at the global level, with the, uh, this uh, digital far west cyber war that we are experiencing, we need to be able to manage also cybersecurity. That is part of our life. Uh, we have the, at the European level um, the new digital act, uh, the, um, the new 2713 ISO that was issued two weeks ago that is a further updating of the guideline providing um, um, you know, all the elements to uh, guarantee a structure implementation of uh, IT services and IT tools that all together contribute to the cyber resilience of uh, the organization. But uh, once again, what is uh, fundamental for all the ISO, all standard, is the fact that we need to keep in mind that at the center of everything, there is the human being. It's for me the condition sine qua non, the involvement of all organizations, of all stakeholders, and also in terms of proper management of uh, cyber security issues, uh, technological issues, you need 
to have in mind that the technology in the um, um, meaning, um, um, uh, etymological meaning of the word is something, is a lever that uh, helps human beings to perform better. But for me, even for artificial intelligence, machine learning, IoT, men should be always at the center to control technology, to control artificial intelligence in order to guarantee what I define the so-called harmonic innovation. So the two, the, talking with um, um, risk management and business continuity, uh, if they're interacting a lot, they, they, they can't really exist without the other. How do you continually improve what both are, are, are doing? Because oh, well, you mentioned security, you know, it's, it's as time goes by, know, it's getting more and more prominent. So how do you, you keep have, you going? I, in, uh, for me, it's a, we have a precious diamond that you consider a diamond as um, a rock, a precious rock, mm -hmm. where uh, there's continuity for me and risk management um, are, uh, at the, uh, are the main ingredient of uh, this um, uh, sort of, um, let us speak about a, a potion, a magic potion. So as the main ingredient, uh, you have a business continuity and risk management that needs to um, react chemically with all the other um, agents in a chemical transposition. So I need the crisis management team, I need the facility management, I need the IT security manager, the cybersecurity manager, the communication management, the disaster recovery plan, all these elements constitute the diamond, the magic potion for the organization to be successful. And we experienced um, nowadays, especially in the latest uh, two years um, uh, after the pandemic, um, that uh, we need a um, um, uh, very fluid organization, very agile. It's as if um, uh, all uh, the organization should um, uh, act as a chameleon. Mm -hmm. To be ready to change, to adapt, be flexible and react properly. But to do that, you need to structure yourself in advance. So, in, for example, risk management as an example. Uh, in advance approach, because I need to identify risk try to mitigate them and um, prepare my organization to face a disruptive event. And business continuity needs to measure the effect of, of this um, risk and design the proper uh, resilient solution in terms of the different plans, uh, plans that 
should be activated when a disruptive event occurs. And um, so it's a matter of, um, as in the army, to be prepared to exercise all of these framework that you implement properly, continuously. And the fact that in the representation of the two standards, there is always a reminder to a will. That means that when you start moving your resilient will as organization, it's a never ending voyage. Well, let's touch on that exercise piece that you just mentioned. Just like an orchestra or a, a dance couple, um, you have to keep uh, practicing and practicing and practicing all these roles and finding errors and uh, areas to improve on, right? Because if exactly, dead, like exactly, a it's a fundamental. It's a fundamental because the more you exercise, the more you train, the more you, you get people involved, your internal and external um, stakeholders, and embed this culture of resilience within the organization. And especially uh, for me now, um, for example, in Italy, when the pandemic was declared, we realized that we were missing at the governmental level the training, the proper exercising of the pandemic plan that was not actually maintained and the latest review occurred in uh, um, uh, 2006. And even the fact that although it was a, a unique momentum, um, there was not a proper approach in terms of a crisis management and crisis communication. And um, uh, I took part to the um, dissertation of these um, uh, issues uh, together with other 35 professionals and we published in Italy a book trying to explain, I provided with another colleague of mine, uh, the perspective of implementing properly business continuity and risk management, but all um, professional were trying to explain uh, at the national level with this book that was really successful, it was called um, the State in Crisis, explaining how it is important to set the proper frame of managing risk, guaranteeing business continuity, prepare people and organization in dealing with the crisis because the crisis, risk management, business continuity is something that you structure in peace in order to be ready, metaphorically, to play and attack the enemy, the risk during the war. And you, and you have to exercise that. You can't just... Exactly, exactly. You've got to practice because, to that. Yes, exactly. Because it's something that in a re re reiterative way, 
while you are training, you are exercising, you learn, you understand even better maybe the procedure, the plan, the instruction that you have to put into action. And until when you don't put into action, you can't be sure that what you have designed so far is really effective. Mm-hmm. And you contribute from that you may have some confirmation that something is really designed properly, but maybe that the timing is not the proper one. You need to explain better one procedure, how to activate mm-hmm. uh, the call the tree, the emergency team, how to properly communicate the crisis to your internal and external stakeholder and so on get a lesson learned from this training and exercising and revise all your framework in terms of risk management, business continuity, cybersecurity, and so on. And put those lessons into action. Exactly, exactly. For me, it's the condition sine qua non. Because, uh, for example, uh, uh, you know, uh, if you know that you have to follow this step um, to manage properly a disruptive event. Although you don't have a proper plan for an unusual disruptive event, but at least you know how to manage a situation. Mm-hmm. Because namely, uh, business continuity plan is a scenario independent, so you should be so, um, you know, efficient in structuring your business continuity plan, your disaster recovery plan, all the other plans in a very effective, simple, direct language. Because as we we know, during chaos, you need also to consider uh, the uh, psychological aspect. Not everybody is calm and react properly during chaos. And especially if you don't make them exercise um, and train properly, they can add more chaos to the chaos. Yeah. On that note, we've come to the end of our first segment. We're talking about business continuity and risk management, a well-orchestrated pasadoba for resilience. And we're talking today with Federica Maria Rita Lavelli, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. In business, many leaders have a great vision. 
but find their companies are lacking adequate execution. Transformative Experts with host Chris Elias takes you behind the scenes with real-life business leaders and transformative experts who can pinpoint why. Listen to learn how company culture drives execution to optimize results. How can you afford to miss it? Tune in live every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And catch our weekly replay on the Voice America Influencers Channel, Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Defeat the Chaos with Corey Harris and Julie Traxler hits on topics every week that affect small business owners across this country. They provide insights that show entrepreneurs how to reduce stress, wear fewer hats, and work shorter hours. Take your business from being owner-dependent and stagnant to growth-ready and process-driven every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Preparing for the Unexpected with Alex Fuller. Email your questions to info at stone-road.com. Again, that's I-N-F-O at stone-road.com. Now back to Preparing for the Unexpected. Welcome back. Today we are talking with Federica Maria Rita Lavelli from the BCI Virtual World Conference in November on the topic of business continuity and risk management a well-orchestrated Pasadobel for resilience. Federica, um, business continuity and risk management, uh, there's an ethical role that these groups play as well. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I think that all the Eisen standards more or less implies an ethical role, but mainly for me, business continuity and the risk management um, have a, a main ethical role because, uh, namely, they um, provide all the plans to ensure the uh, resilience of the organization, guarantee um, um, the proper action to protect um, the value of the organization. And obviously, as we were saying before, you need to be prepared to um, act in advance, exempted, in, as in Latin we say, and in Italy we say, because uh, you should consider that uh, nowadays, uh, as I say, there is uh, the uncertainty of the certainty of risk. That means uh, that you can't expect a disruptive event, but you should anticipate the unexpected or the certainty of risk nowadays, because some, um, in some way, some risk are not, uh, converting themselves into certainty events. Yeah, 
a matter it will, of it, it will be curious for me to see also how the insurance um, industry will um, act in the future, especially for risks like uh, cyber attacks or extreme weather risks that are not more uh, unpredictable risks, but we know that we need that for sure to cope with them. And uh, therefore, um, uh, that is the reason why I consider um, the business continuity and the risk management as a discipline that have an ethical role because they contribute to the governance and the compliance of the organization to all laws and regulations. And nowadays, as I was saying before, even the cybersecurity uh, standard should be considered in order to make the organization stronger and stronger and more resilient without forgetting that organization can't, as before, perform by silos, but they need to have a very, um, uh, you know, synergical and fluent um, uh, interaction among them. You got me thinking uh, when you said, uh, you know, d disasters are going to occur at some point, you just don't know when. Um, does, does what you're saying also translate to the um, uh, government and community levels? Because I know Italy has experienced some horrific earthquakes in uh, yeah. the last couple yeah, of years. Well, so does it translate to, to beyond are, this organization? Moving further, there are, um, uh, you know, um, presentation position of, um, from different uh, groups uh, at institutional level uh, to consider um, um, as compulsory the management of risk in order to guarantee continuity and resilience. And for example, uh, Confindustria, the industry association at national um, uh, level as a group um, with a delegation um, uh, to the European level in terms of resilience that is submitting um, uh, early this uh, spring um, a proposal of considering risk management and business continuity as a compulsory standard uh, in order to force at the European level all the organization um, to handle properly risk, anticipate the unexpected and guarantee their resilience. And especially uh, in these months in Italy, um, we have uh, one regulation at national level, um, um, enterprises crisis, um, where um, one of the article of this regulation at the national level implies the proper management of risk and the proper um, resilience of the organization because against uh, the impossibility um, the, um, of proving that risk were dealt properly, 
the um, um, enterprise may be um, assessed differently by uh, the um, governmental system. And nowadays, uh, banks and insurance companies are more sensitive in um, verifying um, that the corporation um, uh, carry out proper risk assessment and provide the proper uh, business continuity, disaster recovery, or other plans that may contribute synergically to the resilience of uh, the organization. And especially considering the, um, the geological morphology of our country and the fact that with the passing of time, with a different um, approach to the um, building sector that allows organization to build their factory or their plants in areas that were not in terms of risk analysis and continuity <laughs> business impact analysis, the proper one to consider. So I think that with the passing of time, there is inevitably an evolution towards a more resilient approach. And I think that professionals in this discipline should more and more um, uh, provide their contribution and uh, uh, try to develop uh, this culture daily. For example, uh, I try to contaminate the, um, uh, my contest uh, at the national and international um, uh, level with um, articles, uh, white paper, and um, um, taking part uh, to webinar and conferences, and uh, namely play um, like a, a magister in the, uh, the Latin meaning of the word. That means the one that shows the way. And I think uh, this is very important because I think that we reach the so-called point of no return, where together with all the other um, environmental issues, the Agenda 2030 at um, um, worldwide level, each of us has an ethical role as a professional, as a human being, and moreover, all the organization in implementing uh, this discipline and contributing to the resilience of our world. Well, I, I've got a question for you now, because I was thinking, and you're, you're talking about how uh, all, all these people in the orchestra need to work together and dancers need to work together, uh, risk management, business continuity work together. How do you break down these silos? How do you get business continuity to talk to health and safety or get health and safety to even respond? How Any tips? I, well, how uh, personally, um, you know, I this is, uh, was uh, always my strong point, <laughs> strong lever in a different um, uh, environment and in different positions throughout my professional um, um, experience. 
And I think that you need to be um, human. You need to keep in mind that try to speak with your heart, with mind, because uh, and never be humble. Mm-hmm. At the same time, try to understand who is in front of you. Create a sympathy. That means feel together, share emotion, and be simple in transferring a concept and listen to people. Because, you know, if you think that in most organizations, Everything, all the plans, the designing of strategies, it comes from top to down. But nowadays, and we realize that during these two, two years of pandemic, we need to be more transversal, to communicate. Because it's always, 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 we are back to square one. It's a matter of knowledge. If you know, you get a word, you understand, and you can react. Cause and effect. It's always a matter of that. And in this very frantic world, in this VUCA world, uncertain, full of vulnerability, complexity, and ambiguity, we need to avoid silos. We need to understand each other, to know what each piece of this organizational puzzle does in order to fix the proper piece of the puzzle properly and have the comprehensive view of the puzzle. And for me, what is also very important, it's always to think of uh, knowing not enough. Because uh, um, I remind one sentence of um, Alvin Toffler, the US writer and futurist, that says that the illiterates of the future will not be those who cannot read or write, but those who cannot learn and learn and learn again. And here again, it's only a matter of interaction, understanding, get aware, and identify the proper strategies, but guaranteeing a continuous flow of interaction and communication in order to play at unison, as in a symphonic orchestra. Mm-hmm. Let's say um, I am in the business continuity um, world. What tips do you have for me to get started to reach out to other of these groups? You know, some I'm sure there's people out there listening right now mm-hmm. that are wondering, well, what can I do right now to start making a change? I know overall you talked about your know, communications and different aspects, but what I'm always, for example, 
Yeah, yeah, uh, I fully understand. Uh, you know, I have been always curious. Uh, I try to understand what uh, the others do in different um, uh, association, institution. For example, um, I'm sitting um, uh, uh, in three boards. Is this continuity Italy chapter? Is this continuity institute as a member of the um, uh, conduct committee? I'm a member of the board of the Italian Association of Risk Manager and Insurance Company. I'm part of the scientific committee of CLUSIT, that is the main institution dealing even at the governmental level with the cybersecurity issues. I'm at the security, uh, Italian Security Manager Association member, and I'm trying always uh, to interact, uh, even in different contexts. Um, for example, uh, I um, enroll myself in a um, 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 in a LinkedIn community because I think the most important and is uh, to share view, uh, to listen each other because uh, sometimes um, uh, you you get a different perspective that you you couldn't uh, consider before and only with um, um, you know a positive creative dialectic you can improve and spread and contaminate more um, our society in spreading the culture of business continuity, risk management, cybersecurity, and the other harmonized systems that may um, better contribute to the world resilience of our organization and our world. Because, uh, you know, um, you have to consider also the unusual interaction among discipline, among standard, and, um, and evaluate all the causes and the effects generating from their implementation. We are getting to the end of our show. We've only got a, a three minutes or so left. Can you take a, a minute or two and give some final thoughts on this? You know, what, what are your yeah, risk um, and continuity working together? Yes. Um, what I wanted to stress further is it is written in, in this slide that we see in front of us now that resilience should not be expected, but prepared to anticipate the unexpected. And sometimes nowadays, the uncertainty certainty of risk. Therefore, be ready to face everyday life as a human being, as a part of our organization in order to be all together proactive in protecting our world. Thank you. On that note, we've come to the end of the show. Uh, Federica, thank you so much for sharing. Thank your you to you, Alex. I really appreciate it. And uh, congratulations on your uh, speaking engagement at uh, BCI World. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, uh, well, actually, at the time we're recording here, all the best to you and your friends, colleagues, and family uh, for the holiday season. The same to you and to all the audience. 
I wish everybody um, a new year full of serendipity that uh, we urge so much. Yeah, so let's hope 2022 has some positive. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers <Sadly>. crossed. <laughs> Take care and thank you again for giving me this uh, possibility of sharing my views uh, with uh, respect to these uh, two disciplines. I Thanks appreciate again. it. Thank you so much. And to everybody listening and watching, stay prepared, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Preparing for the Unexpected. Please tune in for another edition featuring your host, Alex Bullock, next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll see you here next week.